Hey everyone, delightful Saturday morning here and you're with me here on the Bookosmia Young People Podcast on Backstage. And I am Archana, your host and the co-founder of Bookosmia. As many of you know, Bookosmia is the number one creative platform for youngsters, encouraging them to express themselves and make them feel heard. Our family of young contributors spans across 125-plus global locations with over 100-plus youngsters published on our platform each month. And I'm so glad that we are connecting today over a very special topic, something that's very close to our hearts as well. Countless discoveries, ingenious inventions, and lucky accidents have gone into shaping the world as we know it today. And this book delves into science, history, and every subject in between, revealing the stories behind the most significant breakthroughs that humans have made through the ages. From clothing, cartography, chemistry, to music, math, and metallurgy. Well, at least that's what the blurb says of the book that I'm speaking about. The book, of course, is The Spark That Changed Everything, a lively and fascinating account of the marvels of human imagination and enterprise. And I'm so happy to say that we have the author here with us. That's Veena Prasad. And wow, does she write? We are going to hear more from her as we go ahead. Let's just give our friends a few seconds. Those of you who are speakers, please mute yourself. Uh, so that we can all uh, hear the others. And uh, yeah, we will convey very soon. So let's just wait for some of our youngsters to join in. And all of you who have shared the link with your friends and family, uh, we would love to see you all on chat as well. And of course, let's keep this chat happening. Yeah. All right. Let's just start shortly. All right, thanks. Uh, let's begin and get this going. I know our youngsters are very excited to come and interact uh, with Veena and to know more about her. But before we do that, uh, let me go on to Nidhi Mishra. She's the CEO of Bukosmia. Nidhi, why are we doing this podcast? Why, why do youngsters uh, get this opportunity to, invite, uh, to come and interview authors? Hi, good morning, everyone. Um, and a very apt question, Ashna. I love the idea of having these young readers come and talk about what they think of books which are written for them. So I'm very conscious growing up also, we used to read so many books. Um, and then we used to always read these reviews by adults about a children's book and wonder, oh, this point, why aren't they carrying this something that I felt about the book, right? Um, so we want to be that rich at Bukosmia. We publish everything that kids 
uh, have to say whether it is in um, textual digital format or they come here and speak i think it's very important that we hear from them about what um, uh, they think of various things in the world and specifically things which are meant for them actually so very very excited i know this is a very excited lot of readers who've been waiting um, and um, uh, reading and uh, have been trying to get their hands on the book even before we started um, thinking of the session so welcome everybody and uh, i know we have time while others are joining so veena i want to welcome you i'm very thankful um for you uh, to have written this book um i'm reading it right now and i think it just validates so wonderfully that if history were told in the form of stories we'd never forget it. um and i think as uh, oh, an sure. aspirant as an aspirational history buff myself i found this whole concoction of science history and imagination so palatable uh, you know that whole thing about um, having a story which uh, a child can relate to even an adult can so while i know the book is meant for kids i have prescribed it to everybody i know <laughs> to pick up oh, that, and i'm enjoying it so much yeah you have no idea how happy that makes me um, in fact all uh, through my school days um, i was fascinated by uh, uh, this one person carl sagan Uh, right. who um, had written amazingly about uh, astrophysics but in a way that was very accessible to uh, yes. people who didn't really have you know a higher degree in science and that was my first exposure to um, a book that explained science so well uh, whereas you know all my textbooks made it so dry and it's yeah. it's it's, a, it's an altogether different way of uh, reading when you're studying for an exam and you have to write an exam at the end of uh, reading a book versus uh, reading a book just for the joy of uh, learning something new so that was yeah. the kind of um, idea that carl sagan opened up to me i was in ninth grade i think <laughs> when i read cosmos and then yeah. the bbc documentary oh, yes. came and i just yes. devoured all of them and and throughout you know i've been looking for uh, non fiction science books which are now called popular science and that is really my favorite genre Uh, and and really you it would be yeah. very unfair to just call it science because as you said there's a lot of history you can't understand science without understanding history and even to understand history you need a little bit of science so these are all very artificial divisions that we've made and one of uh, my um, uh, aims of uh, writing something like this is to just bring about a sort of you know seamless uh, uh, enjoyment if you like of of science and history and storytelling and everything so that that's what i do absolutely. and i'm so glad that other people enjoy as well <laughs> absolutely no i love i love it uh, you're right i think teaching it in a way where it seems like you're getting all the facts from an from a robot is how we learned it in school uh, that was always the case very boring and uh, just love the whole well rounded approach you had like if you're um talking of um wheels uh, we were always taught that wheels were so important um mm -hmm. but you i love that you know brought in that point about the mayan empire not using it and uh, it, it just seemed like you know there's so much more and these are the questions i would have asked if i were looking at thankfully someone is addressing it but i don't want to steal the thunder now and i know these um, young readers have a lot to ask and share with you so let's let's roll with that Thank you, Nidhi and Veena. Of course, a fascinating conversation already. I can see everything is brewing up. Um, and to all of our youngsters who are watching this, reading, listening, uh, know that you can be part of this wonderful initiative to come and speak up and interact with an author and ask the questions you want to ask. 
when we look at interviews, um, sometimes it feels like that's not what I would have asked. Am I right? So here's your opportunity to correct that. Be the interviewer and ask the questions you want to ask because really that's what matters since you are the reader. I'm so glad to have all of our youngsters here today and you will hear from each of them. Uh, young interviewers, a small note for you. Uh, please do come and ask one question. I know you guys are brimming with questions, uh, but in the interest of time, let's just go with one question. And of course, all of your other questions, uh, you are welcome to put it on chat uh, so that uh, Veena can answer them if time permits. Okay, uh, so let me go with uh, Raghav Joshi first. Raghav is 10 and he's from Delhi. He has interests in theater, music and physical games. And he has a special affinity to write about aliens. Yes, Isn't that right, Raghav? Raghav, did you go back to uh, No, 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 not right now. now. The news, according to news, we will go not to yet. school after festivals. After festival. So I just want to let you know also, Veena, that uh, Raghav has written the story where he goes to school and finds that all of his teachers have become aliens. Okay. Wow. <laughs> Raghav, um, any chance of that happening? I think so. There would be zero point. Why can't I hear Raghav? What? Can you repeat? Veena, if you're not able to hear him, are you able to hear us? Yes, I can hear Archana and Nidhi, but I can't hear Raghav. Okay. Can hear him. Yes, we can hear him. Uh, let's oh. let's just see how it uh, works. Raghav, can you speak again? No, nothing. I can see the the, the sound thing going uh, on his uh, username, but uh, I can't actually hear anything. Oh, all right. Nina, maybe you want to leave the room and come back in again sometimes. Okay. All right, couple of seconds then. Sure, sure, sure. All right, while Veena comes back to this room, Raghav? Yes, ma'am, yes, ma'am. Raghav, hi. Let's just check the audio for everyone, right? Raghav, I can hear you. Adita? Yes, ma'am. Am I audible? Yes, yes. Thank you, Adita. Anavadhya? Yes, ma'am. Am I audible? Yes. Uh, Sanvi? Yes, ma'am. Am I audible? Yes, Sanvi. We can hear you. Uh, Kaira? Yes, ma'am. Am I audible? Yes, Kaira. We can hear you. And uh, Aditri? Yes, ma'am. Am I audible? Yes, Aditri. We can hear you. Veena, are you back? Hi, Veena. Are you back? All right, we will wait for Veena to come back. Um, I think she's just left the room and she will be coming back. That's cool. Uh, meanwhile, uh, uh, before we start, uh, Nidhi, you have been reading the book. Uh, tell yes. me your, your first thoughts about it. And, you know, I know that you guys have also been doing something on science. So tell us a few first thoughts. Uh, and then before we jump in with uh, Veena. Yeah, so, um, yeah, um, I think. Okay, um, I'm back. Okay, lovely, Veena. Hey, Veena. Come back. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'll quickly answer a question meanwhile that Rashna posed to me about science. So yeah, um, we are, we, by we, I mean Bukosna team. We've been working very closely with uh, some IIT faculty um, and in trying to make science quite interesting and fun for kids. 
um and i'm very glad again for you know this whole uh, set of people who don't want it to sound like anything in a textbook that we used to listen to so uh, we have an augmented reality app coming up um where you uh, get to know about elements of the periodic table and through some really fun poems and stories from kids describing that element uh, so hoping that it will stick on because it's more fun and less textbookish but yeah lots of uh, efforts on the science side for us as well as we work with the iit folks <laughs> that's wonderful nidhi and yeah of course we will speak about it later but for now yes, let's jump into raghav hi raghav raghav tell us yeah uh, i can tell you now raghav yeah a collective yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right raghav tell us your thoughts on the book and who do you recommend Mama, this I book really for i really like the whole thing that this book was non fiction i was surprised that the title of the book was the spark that changed everything and i thought that it would be some fiction story like some imagination like there would be a spark from that something would generate something like that and from my side this book was really amazing and this book is actually made for the people who have their interest in getting to learn about their surroundings and i don't think that this book is for any age group wow yes, so it's universal for all lovely rakab i so agree with you because my 10 year old uh, and i have both been engrossed and fighting to read the book you know ever since we caught it so there's something about that book uh, veena Uh, and now wow. I know Raghav has a question also. So after that, Veena, you can respond. Uh, Raghav, sure. go Man, ahead with your question. Which subject do you like the most? Raghav, thank you so much for your thoughts on the book. And you are exactly the kind of reader I had in mind while writing this book. A reader who uh, is looking for nonfiction. but uh, yeah now you have uh, you 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 created a little doubt in my mind should we have gone for a different title does the title sound like it's fiction i'll have a chat with my editors on that in fact when we were designing the cover there were like three or four options given to us and one cover had a group of children um you know playing around with sticks and stones and making fire and then i said i don't want that because you know kids might think it's fiction um so so we had this uh, other you know a sciency kind of Uh, cover for that so so but now i so hi hi can you hear me yes veena go ahead yeah okay so so uh, so so raga um uh, thank you for your thoughts on that and um, do you know what uh, your your question is a really difficult one what is my favorite subject so i've had different phases in my life when i've had different favorites um so so when i was growing up it was all about flowers and you know why are flowers so colorful and uh, how how do how do they grow and and things like that and as i uh, became older and i started looking upwards at the sky it was all astronomy i was so fascinated by the stars and you know how far are they and how do they twinkle and could there be um, another life on some star i would actually sit on my terrace and stare at the sky for hours imagining that you know another um, alien being is sitting somewhere on some other planet and maybe actually also staring at me 
um, on Earth, and you know, I would kind of will this 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 alien being to send me some kind of message, and you know, I would send them message, and I lived in this complete make believe world of my own, but I was fascinated by stars. Um, and that was when I also picked up Carl Sagan, and um, he 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 was he was wonderful in um, answering so many questions that I had on how uh, humans figured out this whole you know the vastness that is cosmos, that just just the unimaginable space that still continues to fascinate me uh, to this day. And 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 later on, you know, as I started uh, reading some more, as I started observing the world more, it, it just occurred to me that there's really no subject that you can't get um, fascinated by. Uh, a little bug, for instance. I mean, what is this bug thinking? How, how does it know where to go? Where is it going? What's it going to do when it gets there? So biology was another, you know, fascinating uh, area for me. When so I just, you know, just just try to read up everything that I could about every subject because I just am fascinated by everything. What about you, Raghav? What do you like the best? Ma'am, I'm also confused. Like, I I like almost every subject because everything is good, you know? Absolutely. I hear you, Raghav. I know exactly what you mean and that's a good thing. It's not about confusion. It's just that you don't accept these artificial barriers that we've created, that this is science and this is history and this is geography. And even within science, you know, this, this is physics, this is chemistry, this is biology. It's not like that. It's, it's all life. It's all, you know, our earth and our surroundings and where we are. So it's good. Keep your curiosity up and, uh, you know, eventually you'll, you'll, you'll figure out probably what is the one thing that you want to go really deep into. But if you are happy reading everything that you want to read, just go ahead and do it. It's not confusion. It's just curiosity. Wow, oh, that yeah. was I, I agree. So Raghav and Veena absolutely agree. And Raghav, you know, um, while we have a very traditional education system where all these periods and subjects come separately, there is a lot of um, thinking in a very large part of the world where they want to teach these subjects together. So, you know, if you say science and math and history and geography, they're all not really that separate. And it's called integrated learning. I hope we also get to that because like you, I think many of us have loved too many things and at times wondered, oh my God, I'm all over the place. <laughs> but I think that is how it should be because one thing leads to another and hopefully we, we find a system where, you know, these subjects come together rather than in silos. <laughs> Thank you, Nidhi and Veena and Raghav for that wonderful question. A great start by our young Bukosmians. Uh, Veena has been talking passionately about how Carl Sagan... Uh, has influenced her. So all of you do have a look at uh, what Carl Sagan's written. He's written some wonderful books. He also has, uh, has done a wonderful series that I know a lot of us used to see when we were young. It was called Cosmos. And uh, yeah, if you get a chance, please look at that. He also said a very famous speech about the pale blue dot, and I'm not going to tell you what it is. So here's what you'll do today. You'll go and search about Carl Sagan and find out what the pale blue dot speech is about and of course write and submit to us we would love to publish it here all right uh, let's move on to adita biswas uh, adita is 12 and she's from kolkata she's a talented young writer who's recently written on spirituality and questioned what happens if god comes to come to earth hi welcome adita hello uh good, good morning everyone Good morning, Adita. 
Yes, yes, perfectly yeah. audible. Very nice to have you here. Uh, Adita, yeah, uh, I, I'm, yes, I'm so happy to be here. All right. Yeah, wonderful. I'm sorry. Uh, Adita, tell us uh, about the cover page. Uh, they say not to judge a book by the cover, but uh, there's been a wonderful cover page that's been done by Ray Zakaria. And if you could speak about uh, what your thoughts are about the cover page of this book. Uh, well, yeah, yes, ma'am. Uh, at first glance, I did not think much of the cover page, but the more I got into the book, the more the cover intrigued me. As I really like the small cartoons that were there, and as they reminded me of the few of the books that I used to read earlier, and I also really liked how all the cartoons correlated to the discuss topics that were discussed in the book. Yes, ma'am. Uh, all in all, I really like. I really liked the cover page. Yeah, it intrigued me a lot. Lovely, Veena. No one says what she's yeah. saying. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's that's really nice to hear because uh, yeah, I, I mean we don't judge a book by its cover, but we do uh, open the book and we probably pick up the book first if the cover calls out to us. So. No, Ray, Ray Zakaria is a very talented uh, uh, book cover artist and. Uh, uh, yeah, I think it's 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 really lovely, uh, and thank you for your words, Adita. All right, and uh, Adita, you have a question for Veena. Go ahead. Yes, yes, I I do actually. Um, I wanted to ask uh, why why did you write the book? Is was it because you thought that the uh, that the stories are were interesting, or was it because you thought these stories are the ones every child should know? and should be interested in? A little bit of both. Um, when I uh, started writing, I wasn't, uh, so this was about 15 years ago, uh, I, when I knew that, you know, I wanted to be a writer, I actually started by writing stories, just just little uh, uh, short stories with surprise endings and stuff like that. Uh, and then I uh, was invited by a children's magazine to write uh, something, uh, you know, the editor was very vague. Uh, he said, uh, can, you, can you write something that just you know, sparks some kind of interest, imagination in the kid? And that was when I went back to my childhood and I thought of what was the kind of reading that sparked uh, some kind of, you know, a, a sort of thirst, uh, wanting to know more in me. And uh, I realized, why not tell uh, stories that fascinated me and, and we see how uh, the kids like it. And that's, that's how I started. In fact, one of my very first stories, uh, 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 like this book, uh, The Spark, was uh, The Journey of the Wheel. And that was published in a science magazine that is now closed. It was called Brain Wave. Uh, and and uh, that story, you know, a lot of kids loved it. And they called me and we spoke about uh, that story, that a little bit of the story appears in this book, The Spark that changed everything, with a little uh, minor changes. It's not like the original, but you know, I just changed it a little bit. So um, a little bit of both, um, Aditya. Uh, these are uh, topics that really, really interest me and uh, uh, stuff that I've read a lot about. Uh, and these are also things that uh, I think a lot of uh, children would, would love to know more about. All right, lovely uh, observation there, Veena. Aditya, does it answer your question? Uh, absolutely, ma'am. All right. Wonderful. Thank you, Adita. And thank you, uh, Veena, for that. And all of you on the chat, please do remember that we are a very interactive community here. So do appreciate and put in your comments as well for each of our speakers. That's really important for them. 
Um, and uh, Veena, I just want to share with you uh, something that I, I saw from the uh, Goodreads comment about the book itself. And they said, usually science books are written by a foreign author or they are very textbookish. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this book makes it closer to home and gives inspirational uh, discoveries from all over the globe. Highly recommended. It's a must-have for 5 to 15-year-olds, says a review um, on uh, something. So how important are these reviews or uh, you know, feedback that you receive from these youngsters or your general, generally your readers? Oh, absolutely important. And um, if if the review comes from um, a child, uh, that is even more valuable because, uh, you know, I mean, you young readers are the reason that uh, we exist. So it is uh, it is just so important. It is it is beyond uh, what I can express. And this this particular thing, you know, that you read that uh, uh, science books or popular science books are usually by foreign authors just uh, uh, reminds me of a little uh, incident and during my engineering days we were reading about um, an introduction to electronics you know semiconductors and stuff like that and we had this uh, regular textbook that was prescribed to us that just straight away jumped into the uh, uh, mathematics behind it and all of that but um, a couple of seniors you know they recommended this book by a foreign author uh, and First of all, you know, the book had glossy pages, so <laughs> that made a difference. That made us want to actually read it. The print was beautiful. And uh, so this person didn't really actually delve into definitions and, you know, number one, number two, number three, that kind of thing. But he actually spoke about the history of electronics and how people thought of uh, 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 making making this whole, you know, the transformer gates and everything. And um, uh, that was when I, uh, that, that was like really my second um, education, if you like, after Carl Sagan, on how um, a, a, a topic like, you know, such an advanced topic like semiconductor technology can be made um, interesting and, you know, can, can draw people into, into it. And, you know, the book is academic, finally. It's not popular science, it's academic. It's something that you need to pass an exam. So, yeah, I guess there is some truth to it when they say, you know, the, the foreign authors probably, you know, write more interestingly or whatever, or we used to at one point. Um, so anyway, I'm, I'm glad that I'm in this space, although I didn't, when I wrote the book, I didn't really think of myself as you know, an Indian author doing something that maybe only foreign authors did before me, something like that. I, I never really thought of it in those terms. But now that you mention it, this incident just came to my head and I mentioned it. Thank you, Veena. And I think it's a great lesson for all of our youngsters here who all want to be authors, who want to write, who want to go ahead with their art or their podcast, uh, to not uh, box yourself into categories, to just be able to go out there and express yourself and not worry about the fact that you are young and who's going to read a book that's written by a 12-year-old. Um, I don't think you should be even doing that. And I think Veena's very inspirational words should stay with us, all of us book Osbians here as we continue to write and grow. All right, thank you so much for that. I now want to go to Sanvi Agarwal. Sanvi is 11 and she's from Kolkata. She's a talented young artist as well as a writer. Some beautiful paintings uh, she has made. And uh, go ahead, Sanvi, are you there? Yes, ma'am. So nice to have you with us, Sanvi. Uh, Sanvi, what is the most uh, surprising thing about the book, according to you? Mom, actually, as someone who doesn't really in, like the subject history in school that much, I was really surprised that I really enjoyed this book. 
I liked how ma'am was able to write and describe a boring subject like history in such an interesting manner with fun facts all over the book. This book was overall very fun to read and I would really recommend it to someone who likes reading and who thinks history is boring. They would really love this book. Right. Make history boring. No, make history interesting, make science interesting. Like Veena says, they're all interconnected and we should stop looking at subjects, uh, you know, separately. They're all interconnected. And I think that's a great takeaway from our conversation today. Uh, Sadhvi, your question to Veena, please. Uh, my question is, ma'am, what inspired you to write such a book with a unique topic describing ancient day things? As most children's story writing authors choose to write more of fictional stories. Uh, Sanvi, first of all, you have no idea how happy uh, you made me uh, by saying that, you know, you hate history, but you love this book. And uh, I have to confess that in my school days, I hated history as well. I hated it with all my heart. And before every history exam, I used to wail to my parents, I'm not even planning to study history in college. Why do I have to write this exam? They have to give us an option in like fifth grade to start studying history. What is the use? Blah, blah, blah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, over the years, um, I, you know, I guess what makes a difference is how it's written, really. Uh, and that comes, uh, that, that brings me to uh, your question, what made me write this book? So I have this, uh, uh, this urge, you know, it's, it's like if I don't write, uh, I, I'm gonna explode, uh, something like that. I have this idea in, inside me that I need to communicate. Or um, I, I've, I've, I've just, you know, stumbled upon this amazing uh, concept Maybe it's a scientific concept, or maybe it's something that happened in history that nobody really knows about. And, you know, I just read about it. And I'm so excited. I want to tell everybody. And uh, because, I don't know, because my, my intention is to tell it to them in a way that uh, I want the same fascination to happen inside them, uh, that I, that I, that I uh, sort of narrated uh, interestingly. You know, to put it most simply, I, I, I can't describe what exactly I do, but I think essentially that is it. I want to tell a story. I want people to be as astounded as I am about, you know, the things that astound me. And that is the reason I use books and I use words uh, to put this across. Okay, ma'am. Thank you, Veena. So nice to know that. And I have a very interesting here question on the chat from Nidhi. Are there some inventions or discoveries that got cut out? Uh, potential for sequel to Veena? Um, well, I tried to keep it basic uh, in this book. So I didn't go deep into, you know, how computers were invented and stuff like that. Uh, but uh, as of now, no, there is no uh, sequel. There is no no part two, unless uh, the wonderful kids here can uh, give me ideas and, uh, uh, you know, put me on a track where, yeah, maybe, why not? All right, that's you said wonderful. it. <laughs> I think, Ajna, we can run it, run a yeah. poll for all our bookers, not just the ones here, and ask them um, if what what would be some that come to their mind. You know, questions. I think a lot of us have had these questions all this while. Um, like, how did we learn about uh, boiling potatoes, for example? I, al I always think about all these things. And this book was so perfect in so many ways in answering those questions. So maybe we can run a poll and ask kids um, to come with some entries and say what else could have been there. 
That would be fantastic. What makes you curious? Absolutely. <laughs> I would love to do. So let's get it going now itself. Let's start all of you on the chat. Put it, put on your chat uh, the discoveries you would, or inventions you'd like to know about that Veena has very kindly agreed to write a sequel for. <laughs> all right. Veena, we are twisting you a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> My pleasure. My arm is there to be twisted. All yours. Love your arm. All right. Thank you so much, uh, guys. Uh, thank you, Sanvi. Uh, we'll now go to Anavadhya DS, uh, Levin from Trivandrum. Anavadhya is a beautiful poet, and I'm so glad she's uh, with us today. Hi, Anavadhya. Yes, ma'am. Hi. Anavadhya, tell us uh, your favorite chapter in the book. I think it's a very difficult question for me personally because I loved several. But what is your favorite chapter in the book and why? Ma'am, my favorite chapter is chapter one, Fire, Fire, Burning Bright. I like this chapter because it is mainly saying about how man invented fire and, and it was quite interesting. I have studied so many science in this chapter. So I love this chapter, ma'am. Wonderful, uh, Navadia. Nice feedback for you, uh, Veena. I think it's a great move to put in the fire chapter right at the beginning. That's where everything started. Anyway. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's the spark that started everything. Wonderful. Uh, Anavadya, you have a question for Veena? Yes, ma'am. I have a question. Ma'am, as an author, how would you criticize your own book? Oops. Uh, I'm sorry, as a what? Ma'am, as an author, how would you criticize your own book? Okay, as an author, how will I criticize my own book? So, um, I'll, I'll let you on a little secret here. I am constantly kicking myself. You have no idea of the hell that I go through every time I put pen to paper. I write one sentence and then I look at it from a thousand different angles and, I'm, you know, it's, this, something is not right. I, I'm going to change the sentence. I'm going to, uh, you know, change the verb. I'm going to put the verb first. I'm going to make it change the active and passive voice. I'm going to uh, make, a, make, a, uh, make a character narrate this. And... Uh, you know, and until finally what I have in front of me is a whole butchered mess of words and sentences. And I, uh, I start believing that I'm incapable of writing anything. And uh, then I uh, go and, uh, you know, I, maybe I play with my dog or something. And then I tell my dog that, uh, you know, I'm completely useless and that I should just stop writing. And I can't even put one sentence together and all of that. And then somehow something happens and, you know, <laughs> the book happens. <laughs> Yeah, I'm uh, during uh, during the process of writing. I, uh, I I'm just uh, a mess, a complete and, and, and horrible mess. But I don't know, man. Somehow it comes together. <laughs> that is such a fascinating look into your life as an author, Vina. We always assume that writers know it all, that the words <laughs> flow to them as soon as they sit on the laptop. But uh, you know that is so right. It is a laborious. You no, know, the process. words come and. Yeah. The words come and slap you on the face and hit you <laughs> on the head and then and, and pull your hair and you know get into your ears and then they don't come out and oh yeah no words are uh, words can be really mean but they can also be very very beautiful when they decide to just sit together in harmony and make your sentence pop. So they're like every preschooler I know then. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> All right, Nidhi, Nidhi, I want you to come in. I'm sure you have something to say on this. No, no, I was just listening in and uh, totally um, distracted by so many things. So I was like, does Veena write on a laptop or 
like I, these are the kind of questions that come to me does anybody uh-huh. write in writing do we write, do authors write it out like with a lot of passion um well, pen well, and yeah, paper actually, um, yeah no when uh, when i'm given an idea so uh, uh, when when, uh, when, an, when an editor approaches me with a really vague idea you know uh, write about uh, uh, you know a bunch of inventions blah 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 so sometimes i want to uh, if i want to get a big picture of the book if i if i want to sort of you know uh figure out where the flow is and how the book is going to uh, you know the soul of the book if you like uh, the, the entirety of the book in in one um, image uh, that's what i do i take a piece of paper and i try to try to put something not a drawing really but yeah. i like to make thing like a like not even a flow chart really it's, it's more like a mishmash of a bunch of ideas that just come into my head that i want to put together in a, in a, in, a, in a very spread out fashion in in a sort of flowy way um, on paper So that's the only time i use a pen and paper uh but once i start on the chapters and i know you know what's going to come after this and so on that's that's the laptop thank you it's amazing because for this kind of a book i constantly was thinking how uh, did you decide to scope in and scope out because there's so many questions right so there there's this full um, current day context uh, that you bring in like when you were talking about animals killing animals and the ethics around it now um or um, the very very nice piece about the toy um, thing that i hope some young child was not making it for any other purpose than enjoying themselves you know a reference to toy factories now so it was it was brilliant and i was like how would she have been stopping in and out like i'm not going to touch this there's not enough meat uh, enough space for it or um whatever so i will probably just you know uh, i know arshna very frequently writes everything on with pen and paper um which i don't was what that podcast like well, so these thing. little you know these little bits that crept in like the toy and the observation and uh, all of this actually just happened with the flow of writing i didn't plan on putting that in there or the ethics of hunting i didn't really plan okay. it out um as as i was uh, as i was researching uh, the topic as the writing happened it was just a thought that came to my mind and i thought i should probably just put it there and uh, uh, i did so that yeah. is how it happened yeah no it's wonderful and i i think that's where it becomes so important that it's not just history it's also commentary current day commentary and these this is a question which will come to your mind right that if we are killing animals then for survival and how did it all start So that, that's Absolutely. what I really liked about the book. It's not like one robot just throwing out facts at you. There, there, it's like someone human has, when they were writing about this, this question came to them, and that's why uh, it is being addressed. So it's not just history, science, imagination. There's also commentary of sorts, um, which is wonderful. Well, thank you for that, uh, Nidhi. I hadn't actually thought of it as a commentary of sorts, but thank you for that. That's that's a great insight. Loving the conversation, and uh, to break a bit of the clutter. I have a question for you guys. Uh, this Nobel Prize winning scientist holds almost 50 patents, but one of his patents is a very interesting one for designing a new original and ornamental blouse. Whom am I speaking about? Very famous Nobel Prize winning scientist that a lot of us know. All right. So put it in the chat if you know the answer. And uh, while you think about it, let's go on to the next speaker. I'm very happy to call Aditri Paul. Aditri? Yes, ma'am. Hi Aditri, welcome. Aditri is 10 and she's from Kolkata. She's fond of writing, sketching and dancing among a lot of things. Uh, Aditri, tell us one thing that will remain with you from this book. 
one thing that will remain with me from this book is knowledge and the way you have written it which uh, captured my attention and i know i'll never forget this book and this moment when i got an opportunity to talk to you and some people worldwide think that history is a boring subject but even i think that but the way you have written it makes the reader enjoy and learn better i love reading the book especially the way you have written it the language because it was in a fun way uh, so yes it was worth reading and i would recommend it for everyone thank you aditri wonderful aditri good to know uh, and yes aditri please go on with your question for veena yes ma'am so my question is when did you first had the idea of becoming an author and who inspired you in this path of your success okay um so i have i have always been writing uh, ever since i can remember i think ever since i figured out that you know there were words and uh, that they could be put together to make sentences and uh, to express your thoughts i've been writing uh, all of my textbooks from grade 1 have been scribbled with this or that or some other thing i would actually be uh, my teachers would call me out in class for not paying attention but writing sometimes i would get away with it because they think i'm making notes but i would actually be writing um and it so happened that um because you know i loved science and so on i uh, went into engineering and that was what i did for a while but while i was in an office um just coding uh, it, it it became really boring you know i mean the uh, i also dealt with languages there i was coding in c and c++ but it was so boring um and then one day i decided uh, you know i don't want to do this anymore but all the time i was writing and i didn't really realize that you know that is what i could uh, i i could i could do for a living uh i i started a blog at some point and then um, a lot of people that i didn't tell anybody that it was me so none of my friends or my family my cousins nobody knew that it was me i just started it under an anonymous uh, name and um, a lot of unknown people flocked uh, to the blog and started reading it and started demanding more you know i put out one article a week and people would come and say i want to read more can you put out two or three articles a week i love what you write and that was when i realized that uh, oh hey i have a market and um, yeah. and then i pitched to some publishers and when i started getting published one of my stories won a prize and all of that happened and when i realized that you know my words are touching people and that they want to read more of what i write um i became really serious about uh, a career in in writing and then i went and i met publishers i spoke to them and we figured out uh, what publishers want what readers want and what i can write and all of that came together and um, yeah here i am i'm a writer now that's fascinating great. thank you so much and uh, do you also are you also interested in writing aditri yes i am okay so maybe we could all take inspiration from veena on uh, you know how to convert our passion uh, and uh, do something that we really love uh, veena you're inspiring all of us here and i know i for one i'm taking a lot of notes uh, from what uh-huh. you're saying today i'm so thrilled i'm so thrilled i have this little idea at the back of my head that i should uh, i should maybe uh, you know have some uh, uh, writing primer classes little course on how to get started and uh, you know some of the mistakes i did that maybe i can share so you guys don't make the same mistakes something like that little ideas brewing so uh, you guys are inspirational as well 
That's amazing. Thank you so much, Avina. And we are so excited to collaborate with you in any way for our book audience. I'm sure they will also be very excited uh, to have you uh, as a coach uh, for writing. Thank you so much for that. We will oh, definitely you, uh, speak further on that. Um, and now I had asked a question on uh, who is the Nobel Prize winning scientist who holds a patent for a new original and ornamental blouse? And the answer as given by our, our resident science buff is Nidhi Mishra. It's absolutely right, it's Einstein. And uh, tells you that uh, you may be an expert in quantum mechanics, but hey, you can design blouses as well. Uh, you know, have multiple interests and uh, do what you love the most, because that's what uh, this book also speaks about. And that's what we learn from Veena as well, as she shares her beautiful story with us. All right, we'll go to Kyra now. Hi, Kyra. Arjuna, sorry, I just sorry, want I to add, um, that the blouse uh, it, it, that Einstein had come up with it was it's not the blouse that we prefer as for girls it was for men but what was very interesting was that it had two buttons and uh, the idea was that if you put on a little extra weight the same thing should work so that was the need that he wanted to address that if you if you end up gaining weight you should have to buy fresh clothes uh, and clearly he thought much of it because he patented it as well <laughs> so yeah I remember reading about it that many yeah. women had, uh, had that issue. Why don't we do this for women as well? We may also have beer bellies. So <laughs> I, I, I remember reading that. That's amazing. And, and the time also, I think during those times in the World War times, you know, resources were scant. So they had to learn how to use and reuse their things. Uh, as they say, necessity is the mother of invention. And I think that's another great example of how the master used his scientific knowledge to design something that he thought was good for the greater good. All right, thank you for that, uh, Nidhi. Wonderful little snippet for us. Uh, hi, Kyra. Hello. Kyra Verma is, is 13 and she joins us, from, she Guwahati. Joins us from Guwahati. Yes. All right. Uh, Kyra is a keen uh, reader a and, uh, and uh, is passionate, is passionate about, about writing, writing, coding, painting, coding, and, painting playing and playing guitar. Yes. All right, Kyra, All right, go, Kyra ahead. go ahead. If you were the publisher, were the publisher and, wanted a, and sequel, wanted a sequel, what chapter, what chapter would you like would to be like included? To be included? I love all the chapters of this book, but if I am a publisher and I have to write a sequel of this book, then I would choose the chapter uh, number five, Smarty Pants, because it was so fascinating to read. It actually gave me the inspiration to do something new every day. That's why I love the chapter a lot. All right, wonderful, wonderful. And uh, Kaira, tell, uh, tell us your question. Your question for Vina. Yes, for I Veena. wanted to ask that. Now, from where did you come to decide that you are going to mix history and science together and that to add it in a book, in a novel? Um, hey, hi, Kaira. Um, uh, you, were, you were breaking up a bit. Uh, from your question, um, I just repeated you, tell me if I've got it right. Um, you said, where did you get the idea of mixing science and history? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, Kaira, can you yeah, also Kyra, put the also question put on, the chat? on chat? I think some of us couldn't catch it. Kaira, I think two Kyra, devices, two are, devices on there. are on there. Uh, That's why the echo. That's why the echo. Uh, All right.
Meanwhile, we have a question on the chat, Archana, for Veena. Maybe we can cover that off. Yeah, Veena, I've been reading the chat and I see that uh, there is a question here on whom I would like to dedicate my achievement. Um, <laughs> achievement, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Well, I, I'm just, I'm just, you know, having fun. Seriously, I'm just, uh, <laughs> I'm just doing what I love. Uh, I think, uh, I think, honestly, I was dedicated to this, this cosmos, this whole universe that conspired to make this happen. I think I'm incredibly lucky that uh, I get to do what I love and uh, that uh, I do it well, and uh, people like it. Uh, so all of these three things coming together is, is not easy and doesn't happen to everybody and I'm incredibly grateful and I think yeah I will dedicate this to the cosmos lovely Veena and, and Kaira has put her question on the chat so you can go ahead and answer that okay yeah so when did you decide uh, that I will mix history and science together in a novel okay this is not a novel this is non-fiction so it's kind of uh, just a book that talks about uh, science and history but when you think about it Kaira do you really think they are so different uh, yes. You know, when I, uh, there is a little bit in this book about uh, how the chemist called Brandt discovered this phosphorus and he did it quite by accident and for that I have to give you a little bit of history, uh, you know, how he did it. So, so, so it's not just about, you know, uh, a, a textbook that says uh, how, uh, talks about the element phosphorus and that it glows when it, it, it exposes air and so on. But um, I, I like to give you the story behind it. Uh, would you really call it uh, two separate things like history and science, or would you just just call it learning about uh, the world? Uh, that is how I see it. I honestly did not see it as as mixing of science and history because it's really how I take in information. I take it in as a whole. When I read something, I don't read it as as just one thing. Uh, so I guess it was uh, it, 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 it was all there in my head already. I did consciously decide to mix history and science, but it's just how I see the world. Kaira, does, does it answer, answer your question? Your question? Yes, sir. Thank you. All right. Thank you, Kaira, and thank you, Veena. Sure. All right, wonderful. I think some echo, but we seem to be sorted for now. All right. So those were our six. Uh, youngsters who spoke very passionately about what they liked about the book and their thoughts and of course their questions to Veena. Veena, there's another question for you on the chat from Aditri, if you could answer that. Yeah, sure. So advice, um, I, I would say read a lot and write a lot. You know, these, these two are really simple things on the uh, face of it, but um, nothing can make you a better writer than reading. So I would say just read, read as much as you can and read a lot of different things, not just, you know, maybe uh, you're, you're just totally into some kind of fantasy genre right now, uh, but that's okay, read a lot of that if, if that's what, uh, you know, uh, you love, but also read other things, um, uh, stuff that, uh, you know, a friend uh, is reading right now or stuff that you've never heard of, but, you know, you're just curious and you want to pick it up, so just, it's called exposure. Expose yourself to a lot of different kinds of writing. And at some point, uh, you'll you, find a, a style of writing that speaks to you. You know, this, this kind of, uh, for me, it's easy conversation style. The way I write is the way I speak. Uh, that is what I do best and that's what I love doing. So I maintain that. 
um, and uh, the, and one of one of the things that is very important to uh, bring in your writing is your own voice. It has to be your own individual voice. You shouldn't sound like somebody else. Uh, but here's the confusing thing: you actually have to read a lot of other people's works to figure out your voice. You know, it just happens over years, and um, so just read a lot, also write a lot. Uh, as, and after writing, it gets easier and easier to write more and more. So if you haven't actually written anything yet, or if you have just written a few pieces, uh, you would know that you know maybe it takes you a week to bring out a, a story. But if, if you're doing it um, regularly, if you're writing a blog or something every day, it just becomes easier to translate that idea in your head into words on your monitor or paper or whatever it is that you're using to write. Uh, so yeah, so so reading and writing, that's that's it. It's as simple as that. Lovely. They say that reading is inhaling and uh, writing is uh, breathing out. Am I right? Breathe in, breathe out is what they call oh, about. So that's lovely. That's a, that's a lovely uh, line. I hadn't heard it before, but yes, I will remember that. Right. Use so it next time I'm speaking your line. And please do. Uh, my arm is there to be twisted as well. <laughs> All right. We've got a lot of questions and I know they'll keep coming. But, uh, you know, before we leave, I just want to ask you, Veena, is there anything you would like, uh, a prompt that you'd give our Bukosmians? They love to write and express themselves. And is there anything you would like them to write? And I'm sure they will write. Uh, as you all know, there's going to be an amazing ebook that's going to come out with all our interactions recorded with all the youngsters and their views and, uh, you know, everything that from this interaction as well. So uh, tell us, Veena, what can they write for you? Um, I will do that. But do you want me to take these two questions first? I see two two questions on the chat. Yes, please do, do you if want you me have to... time. Absolutely. Sure. Um, uh, so, so Kyra is saying, how long does it take for you to write a book? Uh, ideally, a full-length book, which is like about, uh, you know, uh, close to 200 pages, will take me a year uh, to research and write. Uh, if my, if my editor, editor is in a good mood, they let me take longer. <laughs> so yeah, a year is what, what it takes. Um, and then there's another question. Um, a writer will read so many books, an author will at least read Harry Potter, and then only they will be writing. So uh, who is my favorite author? So I have a lot of favorite authors. You know, if I start listing, it will take till tomorrow uh, to finish this. But uh, uh, because, uh, you know, I, I, I read uh, across genres. I, I don't just read one one thing. Uh, so yeah, I have, I've already mentioned Carl Sagan. I'd like to mention P.G. Woodhouse here, who's, uh, who's, who sort of introduced me to the uh, magic of the English language, how you can, uh, how you can put words together that uh, sparkle. So yeah, I mean, very, very broadly the two, but I have like uh, at least a thousand more. So uh, I want to list all of those. Uh, so yeah, I hope I've answered uh, these two questions. And uh, Nidhi, uh, for the prompt, yes, I will. I definitely have a prompt for uh, these bright young uh, readers here. There is a little uh, bit in the book where I say that not all ideas are good ideas. Uh, so I want you to tell me whether you agree with this line. Um, if yes, why? And if not, why not? Uh, and 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 give me an, uh, a few examples. You know ideas that are not necessarily good ideas if you think there are any. Could you do that for me? Wonderful prompt. Already makes us think. Um, and uh, Nidhi, you want to add to that? No, absolutely. I, I think that's uh, a good thinking point. Uh, when I was reading 
that particular line in the book um and it was around lead i think um i went back to the project that we are doing with the science um, on the science side where we spoke of lead and uh, gave similar examples about how um you know back then um uh, there were um, a lot of incidents which happened but people could not pinpoint that it was because lead uh, is poisonous uh, and the use uh, went on and on and some very interesting ones like um, i think queen victoria used to apply this cream on herself which had lead in it and the idea was it will make uh, her skin you know look better and fairer um and the more she applied the worse it became and slowly it started to lead to skin poisoning and um um uh, we had so many examples um around things like that that van gogh used to have it in his paints and slowly that lead became poisonous and similarly people would add it in their wine to add uh, make it a little sweet so i uh, for me personally that point totally uh, kind of clicked because i could see how an idea caught on which um, shouldn't have as much uh, for lack of information uh, and it is it is a great point let's not think of it only from the point of view of science right um, or elements or a use of certain things i think it it can be something where children can write about even um, you know current day scenarios or choices we make um, whether you know we always go back to online school for example in what ways is it good in what ways it's not uh, so many things that we uh, you know kind of can take from a lived experience um, i think it's a wonderful prompt which is very open ended rather than looking at it only from a particular lens so really looking forward to see what our bookosmans come up with <laughs> I know what I'm looking I, forward to I, it too. How do I uh, access that? Will you mail it to me or something? We will start publishing them, Veena, as at the oh, end, okay. and definitely we'll be putting it as uh, Veena's prompts, and okay. we would love to run a series on that. Uh, and of course, all of this wonderful work and questions will find a place in uh, the ebook that will also share be shared with you as well as the Hatchet India. who have been gracious enough to send these wonderful books and be a wonderful partner with us for our podcast uh, i know one idea that i i am not for and that is dalgona coffee but hey that's just me uh, so for <laughs> all of you out there thank you so much for joining us it's been a brilliant conversation and you can find this podcast on several uh, audio streams uh, spotify and apple and what not so you can log in there and check out and do come in for more such podcasts by kids for kids this is india's first live podcast and it takes tremendous courage and confidence for these youngsters to come out here and express themselves and veena is there anything you'd like to share about how you felt about these interaction today oh i was uh, uh, i was totally uh, amazed by the kind of questions um, that uh, these uh, these bright sparks uh, posed to me uh, i had such a great time um, answering all of these and uh, uh, thank you uh, kids for being here for reading my book and uh, uh, for telling me such such lovely things about it uh, i'd love to read more about what you write i'm really looking forward to that and thank you archana and nidhi for having me uh it, it was uh, had a, had a great time it's totally our pleasure veena <laughs> all right thank, thank you, you thank you everybody thank you nidhi over from here raghav adita sanvi anavadhya aditri kaira you're all the little sparks that's going to change the way all of us think all the best to you go well and i can see some of our regulars here joining in as listeners thank you so much for joining us and till next time it's over and out from here on backstage Bye everyone thank you